There are many ways people listen to Vision, including DAB Plus Digital Radio. If you're in Greater Sydney, Melbourne or Brisbane and have a digital radio receiver in your car or home, you'll find Vision Christian Radio on the station list. If you're visiting one of these cities and hiring a car, there's a good chance it will have a DAB receiver and you'll be able to enjoy vision with exceptional sound quality while you drive around. If you don't already own a DAB receiver, you'll find many models, including clock radios at electronic retailers for under $100. To find out more about vision on digital radio and whether you're within the broadcast footprint, see vision.org.au slash DAB. However, and wherever you listen to Vision, you can be sure that the announcers, programs and music will help you look to God daily. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. You may have woken up to the headlines this morning outlining some fears that independent and Catholic schools are likely to be disadvantaged in a major overhaul of schools' funding. Well, the Education Minister, Simon Birmingham, is rejecting suggestions that Catholic schools are being singled out. The Australian today has uh, a number of uh, uh, focuses. Uh, Catholic schools have responded angrily to the Prime Minister's announcement yesterday that Australian schools would get an extra $18.6 billion funding boost over the next decade. But, there's a but, about 4% of schools would receive a reduction in Commonwealth funding. Well, This funding question for schools often moves along political and ideological lines. Let's get some insights from one of the nation's leading and most respected education commentators, Dr. Kevin Donnelly, back with us today. He is a senior research fellow at the Australian Catholic University, and uh, you'll recall Dr. Kevin Donnelly co-chaired the 2014 review of the Australian National Curriculum. Kevin Donnelly, back with us. Hello, Kevin. Welcome back to 2020. My pleasure. Uh, Kevin, more money for education, but less for some uh, independent and Catholic schools. What's your take on the proposals for funding for education from the government? Well, I, I, agree, I agree with the uh, the archbishops, the Catholic archbishops in particular in New South Wales and Victoria, are very worried that the new funding arrangements will mean that uh, Catholic schools, but other low-fee-paying non-denominational schools will lose money with the new model and we have to remember that 20% of enrolments around Australia are in Catholic schools so it's an issue that's going to have to be addressed I mean when people talk about school funding they often talk about you know Melbourne Grammar or Kings in Sydney or Scotch College they always talk about these very wealthy elite private schools but they're the minority most uh, non-government school students go to low-fee-paying uh, Catholic and other faith-based schools where often parents uh, are in rural or regional Australia or northern Melbourne, western Sydney. They're not wealthy, they're not privileged, and if these fees are going up because government is reducing funding, then it's going to be a terrible strain on those parents. From what I can see, if uh, people are talking numbers and commentators uh, versus the government, uh, so far as 
the government saying that only 24 schools are going to have any real reduction in funding and uh, and suggesting that those might be overfunded non-government schools. But out of the 9,000 schools nationwide, uh, there is some suggestion that uh, as many as three to 400 schools will actually lose funding. How do you see the numbers in uh, in what's uh, pr- prospective and, uh, and what is perhaps being forecast? Well, I think the, the numbers you mentioned, uh, it's uh, the devil's in the detail with a lot of this. And part of the problem is that schools have to start doing their budgets now for next year that the new funding model has not been finalised. So the devil's in the detail. Uh, yesterday the Prime Minister announced that David Gonski would do another review and that will be delivered just before Christmas. So we'll have to wait to see the details. But the issue here is that it's not just about how much money the Commonwealth Government and state governments put into education. It's a matter of how that money is distributed. With the Catholic system, especially parish uh, schools, they uh, they act as a system and they have the autonomy, the Catholic the archdiocese at different places around Australia, they have the power to distribute that money based on need according to Catholic principles. And the danger now is that the federal government will take over and they'll decide where the money goes. And I think that's dangerous because I think as a uh, principle, it's far better for schools to have the autonomy to make those decisions rather than Canberra. Kevin, the Turnbull government is employing David Gonski and Ken Boston. And when I mentioned in the introduction uh, the idea of uh, ideological uh, political lines, the way that funding is often pushed uh, from different sides of government, uh, how do uh, Gonski and Boston uh, rate when it comes to their preferences as to where funding flows from government coffers? Another issue, as you mentioned, is the fact that uh, politics does get involved in funding decisions. And that's why when I looked at the appointment of David Gonski, he uh, is responsible for the original Gonski report, 2011. And he actually gave a talk back then to the Australian Education Union where he implied that money should go to government schools. He implied it was wrong for enrolments to be growing in religious, Catholic, faith-based schools. Ken Boston is on the public record also criticising non-government schools and arguing, as does the Australian Education Union, that government schools should get priority funding and that non-government schools should lose money. So I think it's a worry that you have two people in charge of this Gonski Mark II review who are ideologically opposed, I'd argue, to parental choice. Well, the thing that seems to be contradictory in all of that is that while we have a Liberal National Coalition government, uh, which has tended to favour funding for uh, independent and Catholic schools, uh, the Labor government typically uh, favours less funding for those independent and Catholic schools and more for the state system. Uh, but this seems to be a little bit on its head because uh, the Turnbull government uh, looking to favour 
the state system in employing these two men to oversee uh, the way that the model might work. Uh, what are your thoughts on contradictions in all of this? There is a contradiction there, and I have heard uh, political commentators say it's a smart political move because obviously the ALP, the Australian Education Union, they were attacking the Turnbull government on school funding and whenever they raised the matter, they said, David Gonski, Gonski report, we must support Gonski, we must fully endorse the report. So what Turnbull has done by standing next to David Gonski yesterday and saying he'll do another review, he's making it far more difficult, if not impossible now, for the ALP to mount that attack. I think it's going to be counterproductive because the real danger here is that, as happened at the last election, where over a million conservative voters left the uh, Liberal National Party and voted for Pauline Hanson and the Family First and other conservative groups, I think what the danger here is for the Turnbull government is that they're actually upsetting their base voters, those people who would most likely support a conservative government will now be less likely to because they'd be worried that a government that should be supporting them, as John Howard did, uh, is now turning, turning its back on them. So you think this could actually backfire in a significant way because parents who send their children to independent Christian schools and Catholic schools... Uh, are likely to recognise that the government could be discriminating against them? Most... uh, Well, when you look at the figures around Australia, 20% of students are enrolled in Catholic, about 16% in independent. So it's a fairly uh, large group of schools, parents, students. And many... The highest growth has been in low-fee-paying schools in what I would call marginal electorates. And that, that's where elections are won or lost. Uh, and, and the Turnbull government, I think, will be under pressure here because a lot of what John Howard called aspirational parents, a lot of parents where they're both working, they may have not had a university education, but they want school choice. They want to have the financial support to send their children to a local independent or religious a Catholic school, whatever it might be, and that these parents, when they realise that their schools will be under the risk of losing money, I think they might turn against the Turnbull government. Uh, Kevin, you mentioned a little earlier in our conversation that some of the schools most affected by this might not be those independent or Catholic schools in the big cities, uh, the big well-known institution schools, but there is a certain sense in which smaller rural communities, and given that uh, listeners to our conversation today, uh, many are listening in country towns, in regional centres, uh, and it is more likely that their schools are be, to be the ones that are most affected here. When you look at the Catholic schools, uh, they have, uh, they're not just in, in the main cities, obviously, Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, Perth, a lot of local uh, parish primary schools in particular, are spread throughout rural, regional Australia, country Australia. And the National Catholic Education Commission, they came out publicly today arguing that those schools could be at risk financially. 
And uh, that, that's an issue, as I said, where the devil is in the detail. We won't really know for another month or two. But the danger here is that uh, the schools that are serving, uh, you know, rural, regional Australia, who can least afford losing money, might be the ones that are under attack. And Kevin, just quickly on values, uh, because when we talk about Christian independent Catholic schools, uh, we're talking about a values base that is somewhat different to what happens in our state schools system. And of course, we want to support uh, the state school system, but we are concerned about the varying values. Uh, Your thoughts on, on the need for support for uh, independent and Catholic schools, given that there is a values difference uh, in schools? One of the most important decisions a parent can make uh, is where their child goes to school. And international agreements, uh, even Australian agreements we've signed up to, they accept that parents have the primary responsibility for their children's education. And critical in that is the right to choose a school where the values and the beliefs and the culture will will mirror, uh, will reflect the values in the home. And increasingly, government schools are becoming very secular. In Victoria, for example, they've taken religious education out of the school curriculum. They're pushing, making compulsory the LGBT safe schools program, the respectful relationships program, which is all about gender theory and how uh, gender fluidity, uh, children can be whatever they want. And most Christian parents would be terribly worried about that. And given the government schools are becoming more secular, I'd argue they must be supported if they want to send their children to a Christian school. Well, Dr. Kevin Donnelly is a senior research fellow at the Australian Catholic University. He also co-chaired the 2014 review of the Australian National Curriculum. Uh, Kevin Donnelly, always appreciate your insights and uh, point people to a opinion article that is published in The Australian today that uh, you outline some of these thoughts that we've been talking about today. Uh, I want to thank you, Kevin Donnelly, for taking some time to uh, share your thoughts with us today here on 2020. My pleasure. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.